Fell, this is Dan Owings coming at you another time with my co-host. As always, Jason, how are you doing today? <clears throat> this morning may have been <laughs> may have been the angriest I've ever been at you. And that's saying something. <laughs> I mean, we have what thirty? How old are you? Thirty-six. I'm thirty-six and a half. I've I've had thirty-six years of uh-huh. being angry at you in some capacity for some things, things that i forgot or broke i mean or... one time when you were a baby you peed on me okay like in my face uh-huh like yeah. i'm trying to you know what's going on and you just whizzed all over it's my kind face. of on you but okay no it was on me it yeah. was all over me <laughs> and uh but i don't remember that I, I those feel stories like, though, were told to I me i feel like i was a pretty i feel like i was the better brother than you were i'm like i feel like if anybody I'm, had more to forgive i had more to forgive like I'm, you did i'm more. not I'm not um, even arguing that. Okay. I'll give right. you that. Okay. Well, you, I'm just saying I've got some rights, equity build up. By all rights, uh-huh. you, there's a lot of things you should be angry at me about. Mm. <laughs> should be, are, you know. <laughs> will be, all that. <laughs> Was, is, will be. Uh-huh. But uh, this morning, mm-hmm. well, let me rewind one more day. Okay. Yesterday. Yes. I get a call. You and I share rides with the junior high kids. Right. It was your day to drive. Yeah. You give me a call around 630 and you say, uh, I texted your daughter and she said that she just woke up. Because I was already late running there and I thought, boy, if we can just barely pick her up, we should be fine. Right. And so when we text her, she texts me back, says, I just woke up. It's going to be a while before I can make it. Right. And, and this has been happening about once a week. Mm-hmm. Like she just sleeps in one day a week. Yeah. And she's not ready to go. Right. Because we got to leave, you know, 630 in the morning. Yeah. And um, I was really upset at her yesterday. Yeah. I mean, pretty angry because mm-hmm. this is an ongoing thing. Once a week, she does this. Mm-hmm. And it just screws up my whole schedule. Right. And uh, yesterday, half my kids were sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she slept in. And so I'm like, you know what? And my other son had a, a appointment that he had to be at some type of checkup in the middle of the day. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to, we're calling off everybody. Right. Everybody's sick. It's a snow day. We're not leaving the house. Mm-hmm. And um, that night I told my daughter, Dan is going to pick you up tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. You got to go early because it's FCA. Right. You know, they got to leave 20 minutes early. Will you be up on time? Mm-hmm. She goes, yes, mm-hmm. I will be up on time. I'm like, because I'm going to set my alarm. I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. And you told me with authority, she will be ready for you yes. tomorrow. You were, she you told were me. Sure. Yeah. And she she was sure. Mm-hmm. So, and I was sure. So I leave the house this morning at 630 and text her as usual on my way. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, well, I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
And so I go in the bathroom and on my way back to my bedroom, because I'm going to sleep for another two hours. Mm-hmm. On my way back to my bedroom, I knock at Stella's door. Right. Immediately. Yeah. Um, are you up? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm going to bed. Dan will be here in a little no bit. No worries. No worries. I go okay. back in bed. At 6.30, I get a call <laughs> from you. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. I thought, you know, Hello. And you're like, um, yeah. So, you know, we're running a little bit late, and I just texted Stella, and she said that she just woke up. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll take care of it. And I hung up the phone. Uh-huh. And for the next eight minutes. You just stewed. I, I stewed. I mm-hmm. laid in my bed, and I was thinking about all the miserable things I was going to make her go through. Mm-hmm. I was going to rip everything out of her room. I was mm-hmm. going to rip out the TV. Right. I was going to take away her phone. Mm-hmm. I was going to make her clean the whole house top to bottom you three learn times this over. Lesson. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sick and tired of you pulling this crap. Right. Like, this, mm-hmm. you've done, hacked me off for the last time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, this, we, we're not. And, and let me just say, I felt really bad about it. Like, at the moment, I'm like, oh, shoot. But, like, I can't. No, listen. I I know. And and I I wasn't blaming you. I know. And and I called you. I was like, man, I'm sorry. But, like, you know, like, what? We we, we can't. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Are you, like, do you want to go check on her? What does she mean? You know what I mean? And and you're like, just, I'll just take care of it. I was like, okay, man, I'm sorry. And and so for the next eight minutes, I'm just thinking about all these Uh horrible things I'm going to make her go through. Mm -hmm. Because she Mm -hmm. messed up my sleep. And by this time, I've made it all the way to the school. Yeah, and then at eight minutes at eight six thirty eight, eight minutes later, I get another call from you. (laughs) Hello. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, you know, maybe Stella texted and said, "Well, she's ready," and like you haven't really left yet, so you're just gonna swing by and pick her up. Yeah. And you're like, "Uh, yeah, I read the text wrong, (laughs) and that was the message from yesterday. Uh huh. Yeah, and I, she actually replied when I when I texted her and said that she, yes, turns okay, out she, she said okay, I'm ready. Completely responsible. Yeah, you know, and ready. And so then I texted my daughter mm-hmm. from my bed, uh-huh. which is it's not it's just right down the hallway. Sure. And I said we're leaving in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, when you did that, mm-hmm. I was so my rage. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And I, I was boiling. Uh-huh. I mean, bubbling on the inside yeah. mm-hmm. against her. Yeah. On a it dime, just turned on a dime, straight to me, We're straight to you. I was <laughs> like so... even madder at me because I made you unjustifiably so yeah. mad at your then daughter. Then I felt guilty for yeah. being mad at my daughter, which is my fault, which is your fault, one hundred percent your fault, one hundred percent your fault. I'd like... No, no, no. Okay, it's a hundred percent your fault. You I... can't talk your way out of. I'd this like one. to blame Apple a little bit. Okay, so I don't listen. A hundred percent your fault. Uh-huh. Okay. I texted Stell, mm-hmm. and she goes, what happened? And I'm still bubbling. I'm like, we'll talk about it on the way. Right. You know, just mm-hmm. get ready to go. We'll leave yeah. in 10 minutes. Yeah. I got dressed. We leave in the car. Yeah. And I said, Dan screwed up. Uh-huh. And that, then I had to explain to her life. Right. You know, right. how we all make mistakes. We all uh-huh. have accidents. Right. But making a pattern is not healthy. Right. And you've made a pattern of sleeping in. Mm-hmm. And so Dan doesn't know when you're serious or not serious. Mm-hmm. Having said that, Dan screwed up. <laughs> I was so angry. Hey, listen, if it makes you feel any better, I felt horrible about the whole thing. I just felt, I felt like I knew I was going to call you like mid morning. I was going to give you some time, just kind of, you know, let the, let the steam settle down a little bit. I I knew, you know, you wouldn't be happy about it. I knew I messed up, but in my defense, I would like to say in my defense, I texted her on our way, looked down at my phone and underneath my text that said on our way was I'm running 
you know, I just woke up yeah. and I'm not going to be up. And so like, that's the order that my phone showed me the text conversation in. Like, did it have a timestamp on it? Well, I didn't look at the timestamp. I just saw my thing. and then So it did have a timestamp. Well, I'm sure it did. I mean, I could look it up now, you know. Well, it's too late now. Well, yeah, it's too late now. But I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to delete all of my conversations with her from now on. Like, as like soon on as a I've daily basis. Them. So that way I get a fresh con- – so I'm not – old stuff isn't coming up. Yeah, I mean, like that doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. I, you're the only person that I've ever heard that from. Well, I'm just telling you that's been happening to me lately. Like weird stuff. Like conversations like with you the other day. Like everything was like I had to like figure out like when I said what and when you said what because the responses didn't It might line be up. because you share an Apple ID with your whole family. Well, maybe, what it, maybe that's what it is. So, I mean, I would like to take – so here's how I think the responsibility – and we'll move on. You're going to weigh it out. You know, yeah. you don't you – know, well, Okay, don't so to, to make it worse though, uh-huh. the night before, friend of the show, A.A. Ron, mm-hmm. we stay up till 2 in the morning playing video games. That's on you. I've turned. Well, listen. Mm-hmm. I knew you were picking up Estelle, and yeah. I'm like, I can sleep in. You can play Fortnite so till two in the morning. Aaron and I stayed up till two in the morning playing Fortnite. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. I have time to sleep in. I don't have to wake up right away. Mm-hmm. So it just magnified it. Right. Well, so here's how I feel like, and we'll move on to sports and entertainment or whatever else we want to talk about. There's plenty of stuff we have to talk about, but here, here's how I'd like to divvy out the responsibility percentage-wise. 100% on you. I'd like to take 97%. I'd like to give uh, Apple 2%. 2. 2. 2% of the blame. I'll take oh, 97. 97. Okay. I'd like to give them 2% of the blame okay. because something happened with my phone. Like okay. That was legitimate. That really yeah. happened, you know? I could have done a little bit further investigation and yeah. probably gotten to the bottom of it or text her again and said, well, it's and confusing. you were running late too, though. Um, not this morning. The first other morning I was okay. running late. So I'd like to take 2%. Per- I'd like Apple to take 2 okay. I'd like to take 97 And I'd like to give Stella 1% blame. You know what I mean? She replied, okay. Listen, if she hadn't been late the day before, then that response wouldn't so have been putting, in my you're inbox. you're putting previous mistakes. Just 1%. I just feel like she could take a sliver you know, of the responsibility. Ah, listen, 97%, I think, is pretty gracious by me. You know, like I could be, you know, I could give Apple, you know, 50% if I wanted to, you know, and I feel like I could make that argument. But I'm willing, out of the graciousness of my heart, to take 97% of the blame. Yeah, I'm more of a black and white guy. You are definitely a black and white guy. And um, 100% on you. <laughs> I mean, it's well, not even... Also, in my defense... On the phone this morning, I literally said the words, this is 100% my fault. You know, you actually did say that. I did say that. Which my rage, it didn't help. (laughs) Like, because at least if it could have justified, I didn't understand at the time what was going on. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I I felt really bad. If you would have said, listen, my phone completely Uh screwed up. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm. You didn't say that. I was. Actually, I did say that. No, I didn't hear it. I know. You were, you were just. I was asleep. You were You woke me up. Rage waking. I feel I felt better after I found out that you hadn't like went directly to Stella and chewed her out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was close. Well, that's for eight minutes. I know. That's I, I did yeah. feel better about that because I because right after I got done talking to you, I immediately texted your daughter and I was like, yeah. "Listen, I am so sorry. I messed this up. I called your dad. I you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I apologize. I am sorry." And she said, "You know, it's okay or something like that." You know, so um. But so I, I had pictured like her getting chewed out and her be like, what? I just did everything right. And, like, yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, and then you just, you know, yeah. being angry and tired. No, that was, yeah. So I was getting ready to rip everything am, out of the room that morning, <laughs> 6.30 in the morning. 
rip everything I, out. I know. Yeah. So I am glad that uh, you you stayed in bed and didn't uh, you know let that. You out. Know, so I felt bad for her. I I would like to say that was a wise you know wisdom. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's you know, a parenting tip. In age, dad life, yeah. thug life, yeah, yeah, bright yeah. life. This is a dad insight. life moment. All right, what? Yeah. Right. This is the dad life par- portion of it. Patience, 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 patience. Yeah. Listen, you need a little bit of patience in life, and yeah. as a dad. Never react out of anger or emotion. That's right. Act out of cold logic. You know. <laughs> now, sometimes that cold logic says something like, I'm ripping out all, all the stuff out of your room. Yeah. But it's logic. I've yes. done that before to my kids. Yes. I've taken all of the stuff out of the room. Yes. But it was after I had time to calm down and yeah. say, is this the right thing to do? Yeah. Yes, it is the right thing to do. And it yes. felt wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> all well, right. Wisdom was on my side this morning. Well, but rage was on your side. Once again, I apologize. I am willing to take 97. <laughs> I'll move it up to 97.5. I'll give Stella 0.5% and instead of like 1%. I, yeah, I mean, we need to get off of this. But okay. I feel like 0.5 is still very high. Well, I, considering, just, I just still feel like she said she this had morning, been responsible the day before. You know what I mean? She said this morning. She goes, when Dan texted me, I opened up the front door and uh-huh. I sat in a chair yeah. looking out because mm-hmm. I didn't want to disappoint you. Well, and Stella should be happy because tomorrow morning... Um, when I leave, I'm going to leave a little <laughs> early. I'm going to text her. I'm going to stop by Tim Hortons. Yeah. What kind of donut do you want? Okay. Because I feel like I need to make it up to her. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to buy her a donut. You should buy me a donut. A yeah, it's probably not. She good. didn't, like, really, like, honestly, mm-hmm. nothing fell on her. For her, it's all it's all. For good. me, I had eight minutes of rage and anger, mm-hmm. which just, didn't end after that eight minutes. That was just, on her. Right. And then for the next, like, eight hours, it was on you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it over? I mean, it's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine tomorrow, pending yeah. you know any other further because mm-hmm. it's your day tomorrow. Also, yeah. Somehow we worked out this system where I drive the kids like seventy five percent of the time. That's not true. And you, it's drive... exactly half. I I've got Mondays and Fridays. Uh huh. You've got Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we alternate every other Wednesday. Now, last Wednesday there was a snow day. Mm-hmm. It was my day. Yeah. So it's your day this week. Oh. Well, all I'm saying is somehow you've done that older brother thing that you do that it looks like it's even, but in actuality, I, I'm doing the lion's share of the You, you want me to give you a little heads up on that? Yeah, sure. Monday's President's Day, along yeah. with most holidays around Mondays. Yeah. I and don't drive on Monday. There's three-day weekends on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You See, this I is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I know you worked it. I'm I'm completely aware. <laughs> I'm just like not in the moment because I'm what you call – I know you're not familiar with this. This is like a foreign concept. I'm like a nice person. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, nah, whatever, man. I'll take care of it. It's yeah. my kids. I'm, you know, I'm gonna drive them to school anyway. If you weren't doing this, so the great part know. about it was I completely. I mean, this is how I work. I said, listen, Mondays are your day off. You mm-hmm. should be able to sleep in. Yeah. And Fridays you have meetings early. Yeah. So I'll take it Monday and Friday, yeah. and then you take Tuesday. You're and Thursday. such a manipulator. You're very good. It was pretty great. It's yeah. second nature to you. You don't even know you're it doing it. It just comes natural. Yeah. All right, moving on. We spent too long on that. Way too long. Dad life, thug life, bright lights, insight. All right, what? You know, <laughs> we're on the all right, what part? So, um, what? Uh, the Olympics now, the Winter Olympics have been happening for a couple days, a few days. Yeah. And I think maybe we're on day four or five. I'm not sure. But of two or three weeks? I think it's two weeks. Yeah. I have probably watched in the last four days, I would say. Well, the TV's been on Olympics nonstop because now there's like the NBC Sports app. It's much more internet savvy than anyone's ever been. Right. And so there's always something that I can turn on. I can go back and watch all the old stuff. I can like, you know, like last night, for instance, I watched the uh, men's uh, uh, cross-country skiing Uh 30K. 
okay race yeah so it's 30k that's like 20 is that a marathon is that 30k 24 miles Something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. So it's like basically like a marathon on 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 cross country skis, and uh, I think it was like an hour and fifteen long, and I watched it last night. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Like super compelling. First of all, the Norwegians are amazing at cross country yeah. skiing. They call it Nordic skiing, so yeah. it's named. The Swiss after are them. pretty good too. The Swiss are pretty good. The uh, Swedes are pretty good. Finland. The Russians are okay. Finland's pretty good. Yeah. The Germans are pretty good. Yeah. But it's a Norway event. And Canada. Canada's eight. Yeah. You know, and there's like an American guy that's eight, but yeah. not they're not really, really up there. You know? Right. The Finland dude like just bursted out like immediately. And for the first like 30 minutes, he had a commanding lead. Also, the biathlon. With, mm-hmm. Or by bi- I can we can get in the biathlon okay. too. I can talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I love the biathlon. That might it be one bi- of my favorite. Yeah, it, it is my favorite event. It's my second favorite. Okay, well we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But this cross country event. So I'm watching it, and uh, there's 65 guys out there. So like when it starts, it is just a mass of guys on cross country skis. Yeah. And the uh, one of the Norwegians guy Norwegian guys he had the seventh starting position. So you know he had earned that. To start seventh in this mass of people, you know, it's right. like that's a big advantage. Right. And he, about a minute into it, when there's just sixty-five guys in this giant, whatever, he falls down on his skis, tripping the couple of guys behind him too. Oh But like gosh. losing a ski, everybody yeah. goes by. By the time he gets up and like figures out what's going on, like checks himself, like finds his poles, yeah. puts his skis back on. I mean, the whole pack is way off in the distance. Right. And now he's listed at 65th place. Oh gosh. And I'm like, oh man. Like, can you imagine? Like your whole life is leading up to this point. Yeah. Right? Like your whole life has been about training for this Olympics. Right. You're you know, you're at your peak, whatever. I mean, you might do two Olympics. If you're lucky, if you're incredibly yeah. talented, you might do three. But for all intents and purposes, you got one or two shots. This is it, man. Right. Like you're the last at least the last four years of your life have been focused on this one event. Right. And boom, you fall down one minute into the event. And it's like you're sixty fifth place. Not only sixty fifth place, but but like you know, like everybody's so far ahead of you, and you have to like weave through all these guys just to, yeah. If you if you could even catch up, it just seems you know. So I get to the point where I'm like, I'm rooting for this guy to get in the top twenty. Like yeah. that would be amazing at this point because right. the other guys are so far in the distance, you right? Know? And he might be hurt. I don't know. Um, and so I'm watching it, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, he's in forty fifth place. Yeah, you know, he's jumped from sixty fifth to forty fifth. Yeah, it's pretty good. Another twenty minutes. He's like in 35th place. Another 20 minutes. He's like in the top 20. I'm like, what? The dude makes it all the way to first place. Like he overcame everybody. Yeah. yeah. His name's Kruger was his last name. Yeah. He's a Norwegian. And he wasn't the the announcers were like, he's not even supposed to win. It's not like this guy was like the favorite. Right. He's like that much better than everybody else. Right. But like it's unbelievable. They're like, this is this is like historic. Nothing like this has ever, ever happened right. before. That he com- he completely overtook the whole field and then built by the end of the race he had like a twenty five second lead on second place yeah and I have a theory after watching it that if he hadn't have fallen that he wouldn't have won 
Yeah. I think that something like mentally, he got this like adrenaline rush yeah. and he got this focus, like all of your like race training right. and, and your, your planning and all that stuff is completely out the window. Now it's just like find pure, the person ahead emotion. of me, pass that guy, right. find the next guy, pass that guy. And I just got this adrenaline for the next yeah. hour pumping through yeah. my veins to like, I have to make up for this. Right. I, I think it was like a blessing in disguise that he actually fell down. I can see that. I just, I love the Olympics. So Norwegians finished first, second and third in the 30K cross-country right. skiing race. It was, well, and it was I, awesome. I love it that all these things, they're all weird. Yeah. Like, nobody does this stuff in real life. Yeah. I mean, it, you have to be, like, really rich and really weird mm-hmm. to be able to partake in any of these winter sports. And they called it, like, a cross-country combined. So there's classic cross-country, and then there's freestyle or yeah. skate cross-country. And there's two different – they're two yeah. different – like, they have to they had to switch skis midway through the race. Yeah, that's bizarre. You know, so um, – but I just – But I, you understand what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. these are very specific, like, weird events. Yeah. Like, you have to be wealthy and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. take your vacation – most people take vacation to the beach. Right. These people take their free time and vacation to the mountains. Yeah. Like, we grew up in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. Like – there was zero chance that we would ever be in the luge. Like we had no chance. Yeah, not yeah. Where are we gonna get on a luge? That's not gonna happen. Right. You know, like Jamaica. Yeah, they got a bobsled team. Some people <laughs> they don't believe, but Jamaica's got a bobsled team. Um, I don't know how they pulled that off, but uh, watch the movie, I guess. They didn't win. No, but just to make it. I mean, come on. You got the one the yeah. and the one junior, the fastest of the fastest Jamaica sprinters. Um. But uh, so, yeah, you're right. It's most of the Winter Olympics are like rich kids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Privileged one percenters. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think of what like the event that would exist that like a poor person. Because like in the Summer Olympics, there are like you could well, track. You could run anywhere. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you can run on the like streets. Those, the Ethiopians that win. Like mm-hmm. those guys are dirt poor. Right. Like they're, they're running, running barefoot. Yeah. They don't have they don't have shoes. But yeah. I think they choose that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point is, they're yeah. dirt poor. They live right. in Africa. Like, but anybody can run. Anybody can run. Right. There's, there's no. Or throw the javelin or the shot put. Right. I mean, these are raw mm-hmm. athletic. But to be like a figure skater, you got to get ice time. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. But by far, I've and I've watched and like I said, this is some. I've watched a lot of Olympics. I've watched the ski jump. I've yeah. watched snowboarding. I've watched the half pipe. Right. I've watched biathlon lots of stuff. Yeah. But the biathlon is my favorite. Yeah. It's so cool. It's yeah. If you don't know what the biathlon is, is crotch crotch nope nope uh, crotch country skiing is a totally different thing. Cross country skiing yeah. combined with sharpshooting. Yes, it's the manliest thing you could ever do. Yeah, and it's it's like you could totally see how it happened too. Like these Norwegian dudes are cross country skiing with their guns. Yeah, you know, because this is and in, in hunting for like moose, yes. right? Yeah. So they got a gun strapped to their back, and they got a cross country ski for ten miles before right. they see a moose, and then they shoot the thing. You know, I told Shelby as we were watching the biathlon, I'm mm-hmm. like, there's something special about an event that it's like if you don't do this in real life, you mm-hmm. will die of starvation and hunger. Right. Like yeah. it, that's that's the roots of it. Mm-hmm. Like think about the javelin throw. Mm-hmm. There's there's a flock of deer, you right. know, antelope over there. Mm-hmm. And you've got a spear. It's a flock of deer? Well, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's a... You've got a spear. Uh-huh. And you're going to throw the spear and right. peg one of those antelope. Hit it or die. Like You're going to die of starvation. starvation. you got to learn how to throw the stupid spear. <laughs> but, so, like, yeah. I, shot put, uh-huh. you know, all these things. Uh-huh. Running. Running. Yeah. You chase like, something down, whatever. Or, or the lion's chasing you and yeah. you got to outrun it. Yeah. So, like, I see the biathlon thing as, like, something that... If you and I had grown up in Norway, like out in the middle of nowhere, Absolutely, like we would yes. have invented the biathlon. Yes. Because like 
you know, mom and dad would have been like, hey, go uh, shoot a deer or whatever. You know what I mean? Go go see if you can find something. Yeah. And so we go cross-country skiing with our guns. And then, like, we didn't find anything. So it's like, let's race back. And so we race back. And then after, like, two or three months of racing back, you're like, nah, that's, instead of racing back, let's, let's, go, let's, like, set five cans up on the thing right now. Right. But when we race back, it's like the first person to shoot all five cans you after you race You can't move until back. you shoot them all five down. Right, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know, we would have like created this whole infrastructure. Yes. And now that's basically how that's the what sport it started. Yeah. Right? Like guys were just like, you know. But it's it's awesome to watch because yeah. just that combination of cross-country skiing is pretty much the last thing you would want to do right before your sharpshooting. Can you imagine, like what if there was in the Summer Olympics – like a marathon slash you had to stop and shoot a free throw. That'd be, yeah, it'd be awesome. You know I what I'm saying? love that, yeah. Where it's like, you know, totally just mix mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. It's like you've got to run 10 miles. Mm-hmm. But every mile, mm-hmm. you have to stop and make five consecutive free throws. And you cannot continue to run until you make five consecutive free throws. Like run a mile and build a house of cards. <laughs> <laughs> eat, you know. Eat, eat a half dozen bananas. Play Jenga. <laughs> Like two guys, you know, when you run, it's like a, it's yeah. like a relay race or something. Yeah. And you got to go around the track and then you got to get the next Pull thing. One Jenga piece I, out. You know, I don't know what it is. Cross yeah. country Jenga. Uh-huh. You yeah. knock it down, you have to start all over. That, I mean, it's basically what the biathlon is. Yeah. I love no, it's it. It's great. It's an awesome event. I mean, super compelling too. Listen. Because here is if you don't know the way the rules work. Do you yeah. know the way the rules work? No, not really. Uh, so there's a track. There's like a long track that they go around and it's got hills and up and down and it's very strenuous. And then you go back to the shooting range. And then at the shooting range, you, right. there's five targets. Right. And you have to hit all five targets. For every target that you don't hit, you have to do next to the target range, there's a little penalty oh, yeah, yeah, lap. Yeah. Right, and right. you have to do – so if you hit all five, no penalty laps. If right. you miss three, you do three penalty laps. Right. And so a lot of times you'll have a guy, he's like in the lead, but there's a guy right on his tail. Right. And the guy in the lead will miss one, and the guy on his tail will hit all five. Well, now – He's got a substantial lead. Right. Or you've got a guy that's way behind, but he hits all five and he's catching up. So it's like you have to be a really good cross-country skier in order to keep up with everybody. But you, yeah. if you can't shoot, you'll never be good at the event. Yeah. But if you're, you know, so it's like that perfect combination. Yeah. It's super compelling because the leads change so drastically. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's super dramatic. When yeah. they miss it, and you know, like, oh, my gosh, he has to hit this. I yeah. love that. I'll probably go home and watch the biathlon tonight. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just on a side note. Yeah. I can't stand time tape delayed stuff. Yeah. I can't stand it. I'm, I don't care if they won or not. Mm-hmm. And listen, I know that there's like a thousand different things going on. Why can't we just space it out and just play it 24-7? These people are coming from all over the world. Everybody lives in a different time zone anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no reason not to schedule stuff 24-7. I'm not like And checking. just put it on so I don't NBC know, Sports like, Live. For me, it's just as good as... As if it was live because I'm just different, like, man. I'm not I want it checking live. the biathlon scores on yeah, my. Yeah, but you know what? I app. turned it the other day and I had a choice between two or three different things. Mm-hmm. One of them was like women's hockey between like the athletes of Russia and Norway. Yeah, like this is a nothing game. Yeah, this means nothing. Yeah, but it was live. Mm-hmm. Or I could have chose some other tape delay stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched the live. Yeah, I want to see what's happening right now. Yeah. I don't know. For me, that doesn't matter as much. I love the format now that because before I always loved the biathlon, but like you could barely watch it. They would just show it for like a you know like a few minutes. Like oh, right. this is a cool thing they do. Now I can watch every biathlon event. Right. Because well, I love the biathlon. With the app, you can watch 
mm-hmm. per event. Right. Correct. Yeah. 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 So I go down to the biathlon little symbol. I click on it and I watch all the men's and all the women's biathlon because there's like longer and shorter races and stuff like that. So I think the biathlon is my second favorite. Okay. I think my favorite is curling. I've watched honestly a lot of curling. I've watched at least like two matches a day yeah. since the Olympics started. Yeah. I. So like I, I guess. The yeah. equivalent might be well, it's like shuffleboard, but mm-hmm. more than that, like cornhole. Like I love yeah. playing cornhole, and uh-huh. there's there's an element of like two or three guys, and you're tossing the bag down, and you're knocking other bags off, and you're you know. By the way, no reason cornhole shouldn't be a summer Olympic event. I don't know why it's not already. Yeah, because like any country give you, we give you four years, you can find a couple of guys that are going to be able yeah. to compete. You yeah. just give them four years to practice. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. I I've watched professional cornhole. It's yeah. compelling. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I really and I'm starting as much curling that I've watched. Yeah. I'm really starting to understand the rules. Yeah. Um, before it was just like complete confusion. Right. You know? I now know why they call it curling. By the way, I never. Do you know why they call it curling? Yeah. Because it comes around the other pins as it's what? trying to curl. <laughs> Because the stone curls. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that they were... I say pen, but it's the... Yeah, they're the trying stones. to get around stuff, yeah. Yeah, the stones. So they when they slide and they let the stone go, they'll always spin it just a little right. bit. So it kind of curls in because there's... you know, So it's not hitting the thing that's like blocking it right in the middle. Right. So the overwhelming favorite in curling is the Canadians. The Canadians own yeah. curling. Yeah. The Americans didn't even... I don't even think they finished like... They were kind of an embarrassment, really. Yeah. I watched them and I don't think they ever won not that i was watching they might have won some right preliminary round robin well there's different like there's there's men's doubles. women's and mixed doubles right mixed doubles is a new thing yes like the last 20 years mm-hmm. yes and Ca- canada apparently has never won the world championship of mixed doubles but this is the first time it's been the olympics and canada won the gold in the olympics um, so Canada, uh, you know, just decided they're going to have that too. But I looked at all of the history of the gold medals for yeah. curling and it's mostly Canada. Um, but, uh, then you've got like a Sweden, a Switzerland. Right. Um, I feel like the Germans ought to be good at it. Yeah. You because would think so. They're, they're very like, mm-hmm. you know, engineering, German engineering. Yeah. yeah. But you don't see the Germans. I, I was told that like in Canada, curling is like. Like, there's a curling rink in every little town. Like, in America, there's a baseball field in every little town. Right. In Canada, like, any town the size of You can just go play curling people, somewhere. They've got a curling rink somewhere, and you can just go curling. Yeah. And to me, it's, like, the perfect... I, I wish I could do this. I would go curling right now I if would I too. had the opportunity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. By the way, I um, I don't know. This, this is a little side note. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the mixed with the Russians? The, the the curling? Yeah. I don't think I saw the Russians. No. Okay. The the female curler for the Russians? Uh-huh. Super attractive. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. I mean, my wife doesn't listen to the show. No. So Why would she? I, I feel comfortable saying it right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, if you get a chance to go back and watch like an older version, which uh-huh. you can with the app stuff. Sure. I was impressed. <laughs> well, that being said. It's true. Um, I believe it's true. There are plenty of attractive people in this world. I'm just saying it's a lot easier to watch something when there's attractive people on the TV. If they were all 800 That's pounds. That's why we're an audio medium. That's why we're not a absolutely. visual. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to watch our fat butts. Um, 
So, uh, other Olympic events. Do yeah. you have any other thoughts? Have you been able to watch much, watch much of it? Or? It's on 24-7 at the house. I yeah. mean, my kids... Mm-hmm. Actually, half of my kids are sick right now with the flu. Right. So, like, they're in full Olympic mode watching everything. Right. I catch it in between coming and going to work and dropping the kids off and doing everything yeah. else. But The thing I love about the Olympics is, like, every four years, you become an expert on stuff that you're not an expert on. You're like, yeah. when the half pipe, like, oh, he dragged it there a little bit. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like, everybody's an expert. Well, it was funny. We were watching the women's half pipe, mm-hmm. and... Um, this chick did this incredible first round. She got like a 9.5 or something like yeah. that. Chloe um, Kim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The the Korean. Yeah. And um, and then she well, she's had American, to, but her family is yeah, Korean. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll get on that in a second. I've okay. got some thoughts on that. Okay. The second round, she like slipped or fell, and so she had a low score. The third one, she nailed it. Right. I said 9.84. Yeah. And like it was 9.875 or something like that. <laughs> like it was a total guess. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't sure. know anything. Can, but, like, I yeah. could not have come any closer. That's and I, I said it out loud, so I had uh, witnesses in the room. I have, t- I have a couple things. First of all, I'm not crazy about events that are determined by a judge. Like, I'm not, like, the figure skating, the, okay, the now half listen, pipe. Listen, did you yeah. watch the half pipe? Well, listen, There's I watched sensors it. in the board. They mm-hmm. know how high mm-hmm. they get. I know. And so part of the judging is, like, you got to get 6, 7, 8, 12 feet mm-hmm. up in the air. Right. And based on the number of turns and how high you are. And I understand. It's not just artistic. I understand it's not just There's artistic. There's qualifications but that go I along with it. I still like a clean winner. You know, like the biathlon. There are no judges. It doesn't matter. You. It's a it, race. It's a clean. There's a clean right. winner. You know, most... Like you throw most, something, whoever throws it the furthest. Yeah, and hockey, whoever scores the most goals. Right. Stuff like that. But, uh, but I'll still watch it. It's not like I can't enjoy it, but it's just not my favorite. I gotcha. Um, so like ice skating, gymnastics, mm-hmm. things like that. But where, here's my real beef yeah. with all of the judging events. Just make everything where the best score you could possibly get is 10. So like they're doing weird things like you know like it's like a fourteen point two and it's like oh that's incredible I can't believe you know or like a seventy five oh, or like right you know what I mean like well what's the best you can get well eighty fives and this thing like you could maybe get an eighty five or like hundred and fourteen would be the highest you can get right. like like Sean White the other day got a hundred on his uh, trial run he got a hundred and four I'm like well I thought a hundred was the best you can get well I think okay so here's what I think has happened is early on they say well. Like the most anybody could ever spin is 1080. Yeah. You cannot spin more than three and a half times around. And all of a sudden someone comes out and goes four times around there. It's right. like a 1240. Yeah. It's like, well, our score of 100 was based on a 1080. Yeah. And someone just did a 1240. There's mm-hmm. bonus points for that. Yeah. Right? I understand. But just as a viewer, like I just want the best score to be 10, the worst score to be zero, and everything you want nine. You want like the slam dunk contest from when you're fourth grade. Yes. Where it's like, oh, that... Michael Jordan just dunked it 10. Yeah. The, a perfect 10 is a thing. That's like a phrase. Oh, perfect 10. You know? The Russian uh, athlete. <laughs> <laughs> perfect so 10. So that's part of my issue with uh, those events. But, you know, like the. Um, the, the ski- let me just say, it helps that she's Russian for... I don't know why that is, mm-hmm. but she looks like a young Angelina Jolie, maybe. Is she Russian? I no, think Angelina but, Jolie's Russian. No, but but this is who this person reminds me of. But okay. it helps that she's Russian. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe she's in the KGB? Well, know? I'm sure that she is. There's no I reason to believe she's not. Are. She's a spy, for sure. Um, So... <laughs> um, What was I going to say? You totally I distracted me. Perfect with 10 that. is a thing. Perfect 10 is a thing. 
Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I, I had I had a way I was going with the Olympics. Are there any other events that you? Oh, I know what I was gonna say. The 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 ski jump, right? So like they go down the hill yes, and they yes. fly in the yes, air. You yes. know, there's a judge for that. Like, shouldn't <laughs> it just be the guy that goes the furthest? Right? Like how? Who cares? I, yeah, I, I as don't long know. as you stick the landing. It's confusing. Why should there be a judge for that? They're like, don't forget. You know, there is an artistic quality to it. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like it's this, this, it should purely be who goes the furthest. Like the fact that the guy that went the furthest possibly might not win is, that's disturbing to me. Yeah. If any, it's but, like long jump. You know what I mean? Like if like Michael Conley Jr., <laughs> you know, or Michael Conley Sr. Yeah. Or the whatever. Third, I don't know. Whatever. Like Carl Lewis jumped 27 feet, you know. Right. But, uh, you know, this other guy jumped 26 feet, but he looked better in the air. We're yeah. going to give it to him. I don't care what you look like in the air. Yeah, he dabbed when he jumped. Yeah, right. Impressive, you know, but <laughs> the, it's a long jump, right? Who can jump the longest? Yeah. So I got a problem with that. That really bothered me. I okay. still watched it. Yeah. And I still wondered how far I could go, you know? <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> was it like the luge or the skeleton? The skeleton is face first. Right, right. The luge is okay. on your back. So first of all, of the two, which would you rather do? Um, I'd probably rather go face first. I, I would fe- too. I feel like I'm more out of control on my back. Yes. Like I don't, I can't see exactly what's <laughs> happening. I'm just flying. I like to see in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, do you think uh-huh. you could complete a round without crashing? No. I mean, I'm not talking about com- like winning anything, but just, just make it to the bottom of the make, make it, it to, to the, the bottom. Line. Yeah. Like after practice or like the first time? Well, I mean. How long would it take you to get to the point where you could just finish a race? Or I could just finish it. Yeah. I feel like like a week. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if I – because it's not like you could do it. And you'd be pretty sore. You know, it's like you could do it all day. So I feel like if you gave me a week and I could do it for a couple hours a day, you know, after that week, I'm going to be able to make it at least to I'm going to give you three months. You think so? Yeah. You think it's that difficult yes. just to make it to the bottom? Yes. Dude, they those they go flying they go like eighty miles an hour. And I think the heavier I'm not making a fat joke. Wow. Well, but the heavier are, the more momentum you got. I think it'd be harder. It, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's the perfect event for me then. <laughs> Watch this guys. <laughs> Later, dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um so I do. I like those events. The the luge and the skeleton. I like the bobsled more. I think than yeah. those because I like the teamwork aspect. But I love downhill skiing. Downhill skiing. The reason downhill skiing is exciting is because somebody might die. Well, the you know, luge and skeleton. Is- yeah, but you see bigger wipeouts. For me, I don't know the wipeouts that you see because yeah. these downhill skiing. The guy's going eighty miles an hour on skis. Almost every single one of these events are super dangerous. Yeah, like even the half pike. They're doing flips and somersaults uh-huh. in the air. And their head is coming within inches of the side mm-hmm. wall. Yeah. You crack your head on that, you snap your neck, you're Somehow dead. I feel like these super downhill races are the most dangerous. Yeah. Because they look so completely out of control. When they do those jumps and they're like kind of in the air and they're just oh, trying. Yeah. I mean, you know. So I think, I, I'd be curious. There's probably a way to measure it. Like who's, like <laughs> where the most injuries are. Yeah. Deaths, I guess. But uh, my wife and I got in an argument. Cause, so like you might not know this, but my wife, well, she grew up in Montana. So... It was like a skiing culture. They would go skiing yeah. and snowboarding a lot, you know. Yeah. And she liked snowboarding, and it's what she did. And uh, I told her, I was like, you know what annoys me 
here's what annoys me with the snowboarding is it's an Olympic event. The idea should be to do as well as you can, yes. right? These baggy clothes that they wear. Yes. I don't want to sound like an old guy, but I've already gone there. Yeah. They have to be constricting. I agree. You're the only sport that's – and Erica's like, well, they wear it, – it's cold, and they have to – but they wear it for padding too because sometimes these guys wipe out. Like they need padding. I'm like, uh, the ski – the skiers, they wipe out harder than these guys would. Right. And they're wearing spandex. Right. Because they're wearing the thing that you can get the most amount of motion. Yes. Like your body can do the most amount of things. So those baggy clothes are absolutely constricting. Yes. So I'm just waiting for the – like the stud, the dude that's like – you know, like I don't care about your. I'm I'm here to win. He's wearing Larry Bird shorts. He's gonna be like some Italian dude that just shows up, and he's like wearing spandex, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I don't care because I can do stuff in the spandex that you can't do in your, you know, yeah, your your you know your sagging your like super saggy, super saggy clothes. I'm with you. And she's like, it's just part of the culture. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't like the culture. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You, you, okay, a you definitely sound like an old man. Bunch of pot smoking, <laughs> baggy jean wearing. You know, a you sound like an old man. Never had a real job, probably. And B, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, absolutely. Yeah, it's true. It is true. If you went out in spandex, like like whatever whatever the skiers wearing, I don't know if it's spandex, but whatever yeah. they're wearing, it's all those guys. It, like the skeleton guy, he's wearing spandex. Mm-hmm. The wipeouts on the skeleton yeah. have got to be far worse. I finally got to her to admit it yesterday because we've been watching some, and I keep on bringing up like, see, he's not wearing that. He's not wearing that. Yeah. He's not wearing that. It's just the stupid snowboarders. Because okay? they're 17 years old and they want to act cool. Yeah. Because yeah. they think they're so cool. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Now, Jason. Yeah. We have made a, um, I don't know, we set a precedent on the podcast uh-huh. by not getting political. Yes. Every once in a while you'll get political. Yeah. And I I avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. Well, the, the truth is yeah. we, we turn to sports mm-hmm. to... Get away from politics. It's a diversion. That's right. It's do a distraction. Do I watch news and listen to p- political stuff sometimes? Sure, I do. I try not to. But I, I like the diversion. Like yes. when I listen to it, I want to listen to it. And when I listen to uh, sports radio or whatever, I don't want to be bothered by that stuff. If I wanted that, I would go somewhere else other than you. That's right. right. That's right. So, like, we as a show have made a concerted effort. It's we made a decision that that's not what we're going to be about. Do we have our own political views? Sure we do, right? Do we have Some ideas? Some of us lean more right than the others. Some, Yeah. One of us is super right. You know what I mean? Me. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say what the other one is, you know? I'm just <laughs> one of us is super right. Could both of us be to the right? Could both? Could one of us be to the left? One of us be down the middle? One of us somewhere else? You know, I don't know. You well, know? I mean, if I would have voted, I absolutely would have voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, call me whatever you want. Right. Um, so here's my political take. I may or may not vote for Trump again. Yeah. Well, he might not run again. Who knows? I mean, I'm hoping he just declares dictatorship and we could just have him forever. That could happen. But that's me. You know, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm watching the uh, half pipe. And yeah. you keep on calling it the half pike, by the way. It's a half pipe. It's like a pipe that's like in half. It's not a pike. It's a half pipe, okay? So I'm watching the half pipe. Uh, now that I made such a big deal about that, I, I there's like a 90% chance that I'm wrong and you're right. But I'm pretty sure it's the half pipe. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Jason reaching for Google to find out if I'm right. He's going to tell me I'm wrong no matter what. But you can do your own research. Get on with your political statement already. Holy cow. I'm, I'm watching it. And Sean White wins the gold medal. Okay. Now, we in the Owings household are excited because we wanted him to win. Um, because it was him. It was in between him an Australian dude, and a Japanese guy. So we root for America, USA, right? Um, Sean White wins, and they do the thing where they give him the flag, and he's holding the flag up in the air. Yay, USA, won the gold medal. And then he proceeds to walk off of the course, like kind of down the tunnel area or whatever, where they funnel him you know, back to whatever. And he is dragging the flag on the ground and literally walking on it. Like he's like stepping on the flag and dragging it on the ground. I'm sorry, dude. Like you got to know better than that. Right? Like I saw some, I read some reaction later. People were very upset about it and people were excusing him. Like, listen, the emotion of winning a gold medal, he just wasn't thinking about it. I'm sorry. You're not allowed to just not think about it. You don't let the flag touch the ground a and B you certainly don't step on the flag. So there it is. For what it's worth, it's not the most important thing in the world. It's at the end of the day, it's a it's a piece of fabric. But I think if you want the responsibility of holding a flag, you yeah. need to understand the responsibility that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yes. The responsibility it mm-hmm. does not touch the ground. It do, it doesn't touch the ground. And if it if it like accidentally brushes up the ground, I'm not gonna be upset. Like yeah. if you you know what I mean. In your excitement, you're wearing it like a cape. You're running around. It yeah. brushes the ground. Whatever. Uh, you know what I mean. I, I don't want to be like literalist about it. Right. But like literally dragging it on the ground, like you were doing it on purpose, and then like like literally he was stepping. He was like practically tripping on it. But he, he didn't like throw it to the ground. And no, was, like, it's stomping not. Yeah, on the flag. he wasn't like stomping or like you know lit a match or something like that. You know, it wasn't like a like on purpose doing it. Right. Um, and he apologized like on Twitter later, and he's like, "Well, the flag at my home is flying high, and it was certainly accidental. You know, yeah. didn't mean to do it." I'm like, "Okay, but that's kind of the point, right? Like to say like I didn't mean to. Like you're just proving my point. You yeah. know, you're not thinking about it. That's that's the sin, right? The okay. sin is that you should have thought about it." If this whole controversy of the NFL, mm-hmm. people kneeling at the flag, yeah. if none of that happened, yeah. I think this is not as big of an incident as it is. Yeah. Okay. Because I think it, everybody's super hypersensitive on right. this right I now. I guess. I don't know. No, I would have noticed. True. I always have noticed it. Like, yeah. Because I remember as a kid, so we went to Elgin South Elementary. Yes. Prospect, Ohio. Prospect, Ohio. Um, and... Every so often, if you were, I think, in the sixth grade, you got selected to put the flag up. Yes. And we got very uh, explicit instructions on how to handle the flag. Yes. How to fold it up, you know, that it never, ever touches the ground. Right. You know, how to put it up. You need two people to do it. Like, I remember, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, so like... I have always been kind of hyper aware of that. Like every Olympics, it always makes me nervous. Right. Like I'm not even kind of like cool with them wearing it, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, and maybe I'm old fashioned. I know. But I'm like, I don't know. Like if wearing the flag is. Here's the thing. I don't know if that's If you're shouting USA and you're holding an American flag, Mm -hmm. like hooray. I mean, that's a win. I mean, holding the American flag up. I mean, I get it. But like, I'm hyper aware of. What if what I'm if, always watching? Even before this, before anything else, when I was a kid, I used to always be like, oh, "Don't let it touch the ground. You're not allowed to let the flag touch the ground." Yeah. You know, I don't know. Sean White should have known better. I agree. And I feel like his apology was kind of garbage. Like it was a bad apology. It should have been like, "I totally messed up. You know, I shouldn't have done it. I was disrespectful, and I apologize to anybody that I offended." Yeah. Period. So, 
there's my political rant. Is it political? Does it prove know. that I'm something? You know, does that <laughs> does that mean I'm on the right? I don't know. No, I, I did have a thought, and I wasn't even going to bring it up. But oh, since oh, since no. you see, if I since get, you when I get there, political, it's one thing. When you get political, people start shutting the podcast. Okay, off. so when Chloe Kim, Chloe Kim, one American half pipe ish snowboarder, yeah, when she won the gold, uh huh, the president of our country, Donald J. Trump, yeah, absolutely, oh dear, should have come out and said, uh-huh. this is a success story of what immigration can be in our country. Okay. Here's a couple who immigrated here from Korea Mm -hmm. in 1982. They started a business. They're living the American dream. And their daughter has just won an Olympic Olympic gold medal in their home country for America. We need more people in our country like them. Legal immigration. We are pro-immigration. Donald Trump absolutely should have come out and said that. Okay, so here's the question. Starting today, yeah. if I gave you four years to train in curling, could you get a gold medal in four years? Okay, so you just want to dismiss all that Trump well, stuff. Well, you said what you had to That's say. Fine. Okay. Yes, the answer is yes. I absolutely 100%. <laughs> so there are these guys in Canada yeah. that grew up like, yes. you know, I mean, like okay, every night listen, of the week, listen. they went with their dad yeah. to go curling. Like they, it curling is in their blood, yeah. right? It's like, it's part of them. They dream about yes. curling. I mean, everything is about yeah. And you feel like after four years of training, you could do it. Okay. So listen, I've played a lot of cornhole. Mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. It's similar. Okay. Now, you know, there's some dynamics of curling the stone and, and you know, the sliding squeegee. and gliding. And, you know, I get it. Yeah. Four years. That's my job for four years. Yeah. I'd be top 10% in the nation without even thinking about it. Mixed doubles? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Because the I, men's I don't know. team, I think, is four guys on a team. But the mixed doubles is just a, a guy and a girl. I don't know what girl I would do it with. The Russian? All day. <laughs> Me and the Russian could win the gold. <laughs> You'd be too distracted. Um, um, no, seriously. I, like You honestly feel like you could compete. Yes. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I really do. I you mean, give me four years. Uh-huh. That's my job for four years. Okay. I'm going to get pretty good at it. Yeah, but the whole time that you're doing it, they're doing it too. Yeah, I know. And and they also have like 30 years before that four years. So they're like refining what they've done for the last four years. You're still learning the rules. Like it's going to be a year before you're like, oh, you can do that? You know? Well, wasn't like Elijah one like a soccer player? And then all of a sudden he just like shows up and now he's a, he's a Hall of Fame basketball player? I, yeah. For playing years of soccer? Okay. It's like you give him a basketball and tell him to shoot it. That's yeah. very difficult. Yeah. You know, he trained. He worked at it. I don't know. Listen, I, you don't have to be super athletic to do curling. You don't have to be athletic at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and, you know, I'm not. So the, the, it's, the it's dude fine. from America looks like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> he looks there should like, be Mario curling. I would I think play there that. was, actually. Because yeah. they came out, there was like a Sochi Mario game. Okay. And there was like all the events. And I'm pretty yeah. sure curling was one of them. No, so. I love that. Well, if you had the Wii controller and you slid it yeah. and rotated it, sure. I'm sure that was a whole thing. I yeah. want to do it now. Well, I'm sure that game probably cost five bucks on Amazon. So I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> four so, years four years you feel like I could I could compete mm-hmm. on that level okay I don't doubt that and you you fully believe that I honestly yeah. like I'm not being funny uh-huh I believe that okay 
All right. Well, there's other stuff that we do have to talk about. Okay. Really quick, let's get a couple things out of the way. Tottenham update. Tottenham Hotspur is still unbeaten since we chose them as like it was a long time ago that yeah. Chris Chris's episode was we, three four weeks oh, yeah. a month and ago. Since then, yeah. Tottenham they've tied a couple times I think. Yeah. But they have not lost a game since we picked them, including yesterday. I think it was yeah yesterday they played Juventus in a Champions League game. Yeah. That I mean from everything that I read and looked at before like. The only other team in the Champions League that's been more successful than Juventus is Real Madrid. And right. they're like the dominant team. Right. So, like, there's no reason Tottenham should have done what they did and they tied Juventus. It was like a super dramatic thing because Juventus scored their first two goals within the first nine minutes. Right. And then the rest of the thing was just the Spurs just taking their shots at it, you know, and eventually getting the next two goals and tying. So right. that was like a big deal. Yeah. Um, but the the other big thing is they beat the other, our North London rivals, Arsenal. Yes. Cousin Chris's Gunners. Uh-huh. And uh, took them down one yeah. nothing. Well, they beat Manchester United They beat also? Manchester United. I yeah. mean, they're on a roll. Yeah. I feel like Chris is probably upset that we didn't choose Arsenal because it, there's, I mean, there's no other way to look at it, right? This is, Absolutely. Direct cause and effect. 100%. Okay. So that's the uh, official uh, football team of the podcast, Tottenham Hotspur. So if you want to follow along, you know, just follow along. NBC Sports, sometimes on Fox Sports, depending on like if they're in the Champions League. Yes, they're in the English Premier League. And um, they're now in the top four, which is what they need to do. Right. They're not going to beat. They can't catch Manchester City. City, But they could maybe finish second if they really hit it hard. So, um, now, that's the official uh, football team of the podcast. The official baseball team of the podcast is a team out of Arkansas that's not exactly a minor league team, but it's, it's like a club team. It's like a club team. The Brewers Baseball Club in Arkansas. And it is uh, the, Little Rock, right? Is it? I think it's Little Rock. Yeah. yeah. It's the official baseball team of Lower Road Radio, Brewers Baseball Club, because friend of the show, Brandon, Ice Ice B, which I never liked that nickname. We're still working on but it. But my, my friend, Brandon. Uh, who is a really good baseball player. Um, he plays catcher and sometimes pitcher for this team. And uh, we're going to be keeping up with this team uh, throughout uh, the season. We're going to be letting every every week we'll just let you know if they won or lost or anything like that. So it's so. an independent league made mm-hmm. up of how many teams? Uh, there's like, I don't know, like 10 teams or something like okay. that. Yeah. So they play round robin, like they legit. play the whole season. I, I don't exactly know. Are I'm, they in season right now? I, they're just starting off training and stuff like okay. that. They, they might have played a game. But I don't think okay, so. Okay, it's just launching. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. baseball spring training. And they're a brand new team. Uh, they're an expansion team in the league. Okay. The Brewers Baseball Club. So we are officially adopting the Brewers Baseball Club as the Do team. they have a large following? I don't know. I don't think so. I think because they're they're brand new. So they're just getting Facebook pages. Okay, so, so go to the... On the scale of us helping them or they'll, they're helping us, mm-hmm. we're helping them out tremendously. Yes. Right? Yeah. Without a doubt. We're helping them out. But we like to. Because we didn't have an official team for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, listen, I like the Reds. You like the Indians. I, so, Well, I like the Reds. Okay. You just want to go with that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then the last sports thing that we have to talk about is, um, I mean, lock it up. Just give the Cavs the championship now, right? <laughs> isn't, isn't, that, isn't that what we think? No. No? No. Um, you took off some all-stars and you replaced them with, like, who? Wait, that guy? Younger players is who you replaced them with. 
They they went their the median age of the team went down like five years. So the young, hungry guys that respect LeBron, unlike the other guys, that actually are willing to play defense, and their three point percentage, like each guy that they got versus who they got rid of, the three-point percentage went up like 10 to 15% of each one of these guys. And one thing that LeBron does, he does a lot of things, but one thing that he does is he will get you open threes. And Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder just wasn't cutting it. Dwayne Wade just wasn't cutting it, okay? And uh, I'm going to play LeBron James sound. This is after they beat um, the Cavaliers, and I think it was the Cavaliers win. Um, and the team looked really good. I mean, they look really, really good. Wait, they beat the Cavaliers? Did I say the Cavaliers? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm tired. The Celtics. Okay. Which was a big win. Yeah, and they beat uh, the Thunder, did Yeah, they too. beat the Celtics and the Thunder, both yeah. pretty handily, and looked really good doing it. Right. I mean, the team is excited. So I'm going to play some LeBron James sound, and I just want your reaction to okay. it. Okay. Okay, read. Do, play a little psychology. It feels so different. How is that possible? Attention to uh, details tonight was at a was at all time high for the first time this season. We got some players that can go out and, and get their own. Um, that's pretty smart, and they picked it up. Uh, you know, like they've been here all year. So it's still gonna take a little time, even though this was an impressive win on the road. Um, but that's a good start. As well as this win, you know there are challenges that will, challenges that will lay ahead of this group. So the skill sets that they bring, what most excites you about their ability to help you get where you want to go? I think the, the IQ and the, the passion that they play with is going to help us out a lot. Um, you know, you look at Larry and you look at Jordan, um, who's you know hasn't played a playoff game, and they're kind of hungry for that. Uh, you look at George Hill, who's been in Sacramento. You know, he's he's ready to get back to the playoffs as well. But he had so many battles with him in Indiana. And then we get Rodney Hood, who had a little bit of it last year with Utah. So we got some hungry guys. And, and then we got our guys that's been here. You know, so, uh, you know, it's going to be very challenging. But we accept it, and we're looking forward to it. It's going to be special. You're the leader of the group. So will the challenge be greater for you physically or mentally to get these guys incorporated? I think mentally, uh, I took a little hit physically tonight, but I was able to bounce back. But I think mentally, um, it could take a little bit off me, but I, 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 love, I love the challenge. And it's going to start with my voice first, as you can hear. I've been barking out coverages all for the last two days, you know, with my new guys as tonight. So I got to get my singing voice back. I got to get some hot tea in the locker room. Your body's rejuvenated. Your voice is being stressed. Thank you. Mike. All right. So read between the I know what I, I know what I heard, but I'm curious what you heard. Next year he's gonna play for LA. <laughs> That's I heard him say that uh-huh. uh, when when my contract is up, yeah, I am leaving. That's what you heard for the LA Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's your translation yeah. of that. Is it, let's have some fun while we're here, but next year I'm yeah, gone. I'm gone. Just take a good shot at it this year. Yeah, okay. he is done in Cleveland. <laughs> Here's what and I heard. It, listen, okay. it's not beneath him mm-hmm. to say. I'm going to take this team to the playoffs, and then I'm going to lose in the finals so Dan Gilbert doesn't get another championship because I'm going to get one in L.A. Yeah. Well, there are some rumors that Dan Gilbert might be looking to sell the team. And if that's the case— That would be the best thing that could happen. I want LeBron to buy the team. To be the first player owner of all time. He totally could. He's definitely got enough money or at least knows enough people that have enough money. No, they he could put together a group that could do it. And he could be the majority owner. I mean, it would be a big— chunk of change but. yeah so listen you, this is actually an opportunity uh-huh. for the city of cleveland mm-hmm. to say we're gonna buy our own team yeah we're gonna own this team well hopefully that's the case the and then lebron stays till till forever yeah but um 
here's what I heard, which is hilarious. Uh, you know, what are you excited about the new guys? I'm excited about the passion and the IQ. These other guys were stupid and lazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isaiah Thomas is lazy and stupid. That's yes. what I heard, right? Yeah, yeah. they got. A, I, I'm excited because these guys got such a high IQ. <laughs> <laughs> Those other guys were stupid. They were so stupid. <laughs> And they have passion. They're, right. So, yeah, he's he's basically saying... Lazy and stupid. Isaiah Thomas, no, Isaiah Thomas was guy was lazy, lazy and, and stupid. stupid. Yeah. Have you seen some of the clips like that they put together of Isaiah Thomas? Oh. Like, the, so many clips of him just holding his hands up in the air, like just throwing a fit, yeah. like trying to high-five LeBron, and LeBron's just not even paying attention I to him. I think my favorite one was like a Simpsons meme mm-hmm. where like he walks into the bar mm-hmm. and puts, you know, takes up a Celtics hat. Yeah. I'm sorry, a... Cavaliers hat, mm-hmm. and then immediately switches it to yeah, um, a Lakers hat and walks out the door. Like he just walks in, and walks right, right back yeah. out. I love that. Or yeah. the the Homer Simpson coming out of the uh-huh. bush and then going right back in the bush. He yeah. comes out, you yeah, know, Celtic and then yeah. Cav and then Laker. Well, um, it was a it was about as bad of a run. Like his first game with Cleveland was awesome. Like, yeah. and I remember like you and I did the podcast. We're like, yeah. well, this is gonna work out, and yeah. like. <laughs> I think we even said stuff like, he might be better than Kyrie. Well, he's obviously not. Um, and obviously, I just can't imagine a There's, tenure being worse. Like, it was about as bad as it gets. Yeah. Because there was no chemistry. Zero chemistry. And he needs people, they, they need people that are actually going to try on defense. Here's the thing Isaiah Thomas is actually, he's probably a better like shooting guard than he is point guard, mm-hmm. but he's vertically challenged. And so he's shorter than me. No NBA player. Yeah. That is the centerpiece of a championship should be shorter than me. That's never going to happen. Never, ever in the history of the NBA is there going to be a player on a team shorter than me that is like one of the best three yeah. players. And on the no team. NFL lineman should be lighter than you. <laughs> okay, that'll be enough. <laughs> here's here's what I think about the whole Isaiah Thomas thing. I think I I think Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens are evil geniuses. Here's my theory. Last year they look at their team. We're not good enough. Right. There's no way, no magic we could pull, you know? So we have two options. We could tank and hope to get the first pick, and right. they, but they already got some picks. Right. Or we could make some things happen and get some pieces and, and next year make a run for it. But that's not until next year. So what are we going to do this year? So I think what they said was, let's build an offense that makes Isaiah Thomas look better than he is. And all year long, I think they might have overexceeded what they thought they could do. Right. But all year long, the whole year. Inflate his stats. Let's just pad his stats. Yeah. Like me playing Tecmo basketball on Nintendo. Yeah. We're just going to pad his stats. And he was like fourth in the MVP voting. I mean, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. And uh, and so let's just pad his stats. Make him maximum valuable so we can get somebody for him. When the time comes to trade, we'll trade right. him and we'll get rid of him. Right. And I think that's what they did. And they made him look better than he was. And they got Kyrie Irving for him. I mean, yeah. they had to give up a pick too. So, you know, and Jay Crowder and the whole thing. But yeah. Um, but I, I just think that I think they knew exactly. I'm not I, as I, down on him as you are. Isaiah? I, yeah. No, I think Whew. there's I think there's huge chemistry problems. I think he got in a fight today. I think he got kicked out of the game because he got in a fight with Rajon Rondo. Like he's he's like a mental case right now. Well, yeah, yeah. No, but... And 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 when he gets he gets traded to L.A. and uh, they ask Luke Walton what um, you know what do you think his role is going to be on the team? Is he he said we're we're still deciding whether he's going to be the sixth man or whatever. And at that point, uh, Isaiah Thomas's agent immediately sends out like a text or a 
tweet or something that says Isaiah Thomas will start for the Lakers. Like that is a bad sign. Yeah. He is just, it's a bad sign. With uh, LeVar Ball assistant coaching. Yeah. Right. Like that whole mess. Yeah. I mean, some more stuff is happening with Lonzo and now they're thinking about like the Lakers are thinking about trading Lonzo anyway. I mean, I think for the Lakers, it's, they're all in on LeBron. They've put all of their cards. They're going to have to dump Isaiah. Yes, but Isaiah was an expiring contract. That's the reason they got him. Right. They got him for the money deal because they're not going to pay him next year. Where the other guys, they would have to pay next year. I got you. The whole trade. Right. Basically, the the trade that the Cavs made with the Lakers made it able, possible for the Lakers to get LeBron. Like before the Cavs. Well, they were saying like this. They can have two max free agents come in. Mm -hmm. So Paul you, George, Paul George, and LeBron and James. LeBron James, and then you've already got you know, I mean, the, the some of the better pieces they just got rid of, but you've got a couple of pieces. But listen, LeBron James and Paul George, they'll are attract team. other free agents. Yeah, yeah. So other stuff is going to happen, but I don't know. Um, the whole thing is is crazy. I do. I mean, I know it's just we're just two games in, but like the team looks happy again, right? And I just think that in basketball, that's like a really big deal, you know. Um, I saw an interview with Dwayne Wade, and they're like, what happened in Cleveland? Yeah. You know, did you see this? No. He's like, hey, man, I just, you know, like, it's just the way it is. It's a chemistry thing. It just wasn't working out. But you know what? Like, I tip my hat to them. They made a great trade. You know, like, they're happy. LeBron's happy. Right. I'm happy in Miami. I'm going to end my career here. Right. Isaiah. And then he kind of pauses. He's like, he's got his whole thing. He's, I'm <laughs> sure he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> he like totally, like yeah. obviously, like Isaiah Thomas is just angry, you know? right? Because they asked him about it before the trade, and he's like, "I don't want to get traded again. I'm tired of getting traded." Because you get traded everywhere you go because somebody gets you because they're excited about you, and then they actually right. have you, and they're like, "Oh, like he only plays on one side of the court, and on right. the other side of the court, it's like we're playing with four guys." Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, those same criticisms were of James Harden, mm-hmm. where he doesn't play defense. But he now James Harden offense. has figured out how to play some defense. What I'm and saying, James Harden is tall. That's er, the thing. Yeah, he's tall. He's like 6'4 or something. You know, he's like almost a foot taller than Isaiah Thomas. I mean, there's six foot eight guards coming out. You know, okay. Dirk yeah. is a shooting guard at seven foot two. Sure, I'm just saying. He's not tall. Like, like, he's but tall he's not. Er. He's not like the shortest guy in the league. He's not the shortest which is guy a in the league. Giant liability. Yeah. Listen. Listen, Muggsy Bogues did just fine. Spud Webb <laughs> Muggsy won Bogues. the dunk contest. Nobody was pretending that Muggsy Bogues or Spud Webb was ever going to be the centerpiece of anything. <laughs> they were fun. He was he was a main contributor in Space Jam. Yeah, he was. And he threw some alley-oops to Grandmama. <laughs> was that Larry Johnson's nickname? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That Charlotte team was fun. And Alonzo Morning. Alonzo Morning. Yeah. Larry Johnson, Del Curry, Rex Chapman, you and had... Muggsy Bogues. The Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. I liked the Charlotte Hornets. I don't know why. I think I liked them because of Grandmama. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. The commercials. Yeah. Their advertising was really, really good at that time. Mm-hmm. And I liked their... Um, Mascot. Mascot. The, the Hornet. The, the Hornet. I, I'm glad that Charlotte is back to the Hornets. They got rid of the Bobcats. Because yeah. That was a bad move. Once once the New Orleans aren't, aren't using Pelicans. the Hornets, if it's just out there, it's like, yeah, take it. It's yours. Yeah. Pelicans were a bad move. I would like to make a push, actually, to stop, like, to rename the Jazz because it's just 
you know, it's you, the worst. You think the Jazz should be renamed or not? I think they should. Yeah, they should not. It's you. Listen, New Orleans if you, Jazz. If you asked me, the New Orleans Jazz is what they started, and that makes yeah. perfect sense. That's a cool name, you yeah. know. Yeah, New Orleans Jazz. I love it. You know, yeah. like you play basketball, a skittily scat scat, you know, like I like that. That's yeah. cool. New Orleans Jazz. Nolans, yeah, man. Nolans. If you asked me, right, and you said, Dan, what is the least? I want you to make a list of states <laughs> from top to bottom that you associate most to least with with um, jazz jazz music. Yeah, um, like. Utah would be below Puerto Rico and Guam, you know, which are just, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's US a given territories. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> like, I mean, what North and South Dakota, like, what are the states what might be worse? No, Utah's the worst. It's the Dakotas. No, Utah is the worst. Wyoming. It's just a bunch of Mormons in Utah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> they don't do jazz music. I'm sorry. Utah is the bottom. It is the bottom of the list. Okay. You're more likely to find jazz music in South Dakota than you are in Utah. I'm just going to say that right now. Okay. Like, in, Listen, I lived okay, in Montana. Okay, 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 okay. I know, I know of a jazz band in Montana. Like, my <laughs> wife's uncle plays in a jazz band. Maybe they're adopting that culture. They're not. They're not. Okay, so have listen. You watched the, okay, have you no, seen the crowd? Y- yes, it's It's awful. guys and their wives. <laughs> Plural. Plural. <laughs> listen, listen. If you could rename the Utah basketball Sister team. wives. <laughs> Side chicks, yeah, or like just come up with like a the fundamentalist Utah basketball team. <laughs> no, listen, um, yeah, you could do in like seriously. Okay, are you are you, are you seriously? Go, no, I'm dead serious. Right. Are you going animal? Are you going like a theme of? Okay, so Salt Lake. Yeah. So the Utah is this, you know salties. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I haven't thought about this. You know what I mean? Well, so you I'm brought just, it up. I'm just spitballing here. All I know is that they shouldn't be the Jazz. Anything but the Jazz. The Hawks. The okay. Hor- you know so listen. I mean? Yeah. I guess the Hawks is already a thing, but. You have, listener of this show, mm-hmm. you have two weeks. Okay. To submit your best Utah team mascot. Team mascot branding. Because we can all agree it shouldn't be the Jazz. In two weeks, whoever comes up with the single best one. Mm-hmm. We will send them something in the mail. Absolutely. No sarcasm. No, no, that's not sarcastic. No. Yeah. No. Well, absolutely. I mean, you got to give us your yeah. address. Yeah, we'll definitely send them something. <laughs> As you do air quotes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm not doing air quotes. When my daughter did I ever tell you this story, Abby, when she was like three years old, she discovered air quotes, but yeah. she didn't like understand them. Yeah. And we were doing air quotes, you know, and it was funny, you know. Right. And she came up to me. She's like, "Dad, I love you." And I was like, "It's the wrong usage of it, you know." Yeah. So she thought she, she thought she was complimenting me, but she was actually just really insulting me. So yeah, that's pretty funny. All right, okay, two weeks. Utah, two rename weeks, the team. Utah, give us the Utah. We'll do an update next week on anybody mm. who submitted anything. Right. But, Wasn't Utah the, the state where the guy got his arm stuck in the thing and he had to cut his arm off? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Utah Stubbs, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's better than the Jazz. The Rockies? I don't. I mean, it's not the Rockies. What's the mountain range? Sierra? It's, no, I don't know what it is in Utah. There's, it's, it's something. The Red Rockies. The whole, the whole area is the Rocky Mountains, right? 
well, I don't know. I thought the Rocky Mountains would be a lot rockier than this. <laughs> All right, Jason. Um, moving on. Uh, we we got to close the thing down. But before we do, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? My Netflix suggestion of the week is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Okay. Survivor Man with Les Stroud. Okay. There are seven seasons on there. I separate, I separate the entire world into two types of people. Ones that like Survivor Man and ones that like Bear Grylls. Man versus Wild, yeah. Man versus Wild. And I'm you Survivor are, Man. You're all Survivor day Man all the way. Not even a question. Okay. What are you a are you a yeah, Bear I'm not Grylls an guy? Idiot, you know. Seriously, you're Bear Grylls. I'm a Bear Grylls guy. Of okay, course. first of all, listen. He absolutely stays at a Holiday Inn, and then they run out behind the Holiday Inn, and he jumps in a mud pit yeah, and Jason, says, "This is how you get it's out." It's a TV show. I'm watching it for entertainment. Les shows you how to do this stuff for real life. No, and he's filming Bear himself. Grylls he shows you how to do it too. He's just not out by himself. He's an actor. Yeah, and it's, Bear Grylls is an actor. Yeah, and so because of that, it's a better TV show. There's better camera angles. No, no. there's better cinematography. Bear Grylls or the the Les Stroud guy. It's like the camera's always shaking around. He's like walking it. It's never. He's on his doing face. the whole thing himself. I know that's not entertaining. It's obnoxious. It's like watching like your uncle went hiking and then he came home with like his camera's like, well, it's what I'm doing, you know, and like come. Okay. First of all, you're wrong. You are so wrong about this. My anger is starting to rise again. And Les Stroud is like a whiner. He's like always whining. He's like, I'm so... I'm so overcome with hunger right now. I, no, yeah, Les he's, doesn't do he's that. A Are you total crazy? Whiner. You've he's never always, even seen it. I have seen it. No, you have. I watched many of them. Uh, obviously, you have not. He's a Listen. whiner. He's a whiner. Listen, and everything's okay, so stop, dramatic. Stop, stop, like stop, I could stop, die stop. at any moment. You know, well, he could die at any oh, moment. Oh, whatever. He never does. Never get that satisfaction yet. Okay. Okay. Listen, season six, specifically. Uh huh. He does six or seven episodes of him looking for Bigfoot. Okay. It's highly entertaining. <laughs> well, maybe I'll watch. Season six. Does he now, find him? There are seven. Have you watched them all? Um, I was watching the last one right before I came to so the show. So you're telling me there's a chance. Well, that I haven't he seen the last, him. I haven't finished the last episode. <laughs> but you so kind of feel like know. it would be in the news. I feel like we may have heard about it. <laughs> and considering there's a season seven. Yeah. You know. All right. So your Netflix suggestion of the week is on Amazon Prime Survivor Man. Yes. Can I tell you something better? Okay, to watch? Listen, no, listen. On a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. Survivor Man is a solid eight. Solid eight. Okay. For pure entertainment. All right. And it's clean. You could watch it with your kids. Let, let me. Uh, uh, here's here's what I like to watch. Hashtag Dead Life. I uh, got this. I got this show from A. A. Ron, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, YouTube. Primitive technology. Have you ever seen this guy? He's got his That's own channel. the name of the show? The name of his channel is YouTube channel. Okay, first called- of all, I fall under the generation. Like, I'm an X-generation guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't turn to YouTube for TV shows. Neither do I, but Aaron said you got to watch this. He's a millennial. So I, yeah, I know. So I said, okay, I'll watch it. I don't know if I can. I'm just telling you, it's awesome. Like, it's this guy in Australia, and it's like Les Stroud, except he's not, like, whiny. Like Les Stroud is, you ne- actually never hear the guy talk. He's just making things, and everything he makes is 100% by hand. Like he creates the tools. He like makes um, like um, uh, forges, like with fire, and like gets things super hot. Like create, like like melts things, and like it's amazing what this guy does. And each video is like 15, 20 minutes long. It's like the perfect thing. It will, if you like, want to just put something on to fall asleep to, just like watching him, like you know, like weave a basket. <laughs> Primitive technology is what it's called. It's awesome. Okay. 
That's not my Netflix suggestion of the week. I'm just bouncing off of your Survivor Man. Listen, it's I, a better version of Survivor Man. I, like if this guy, Survivor Man, got in a fight, like it would last like three minutes maybe, and Survivor Man would like be demolished. He doesn't claim to be a fighting expert. He's supposed to be a tough guy. He's supposed to be out in the wilderness. But he whines. I'm just telling you he whines. He's always like... It's just so, it's like so dramatic. No, it's so dramatic. you're it's thinking so, of another show. No, I've watched the show and I'm I'm all in on Bear Grylls. Have you ever tried to live Bear in the Grylls. wild? Have you ever tried to live in the wild? I have actually. No. Yes, Jason, no. I have. You don't know what I've done. I've lived in the wild. I lived in Montana, okay? <laughs> Bear Grylls was like a green beret in the British, you know. He's like, an actor. No, no, no. He was like legit in like the highest ranking of the British like, yeah, armed forces. Yeah, and he hurt his back and he can't be... Yeah, but tough I'm, I'm just guys saying, anymore. he is a tough guy. No, no, he's an actor. Have you watched he, the one with Will Ferrell? He, yeah, he's an actor. Have you watched it? He makes the whole it's thing It's really up. funny. It is. And they sleep at the Holiday Inn that <laughs> night. They're not sleeping out in the tent. I don't care. It doesn't make it, for me, it doesn't make it, I'm, it's entertainment. Okay? Yeah, but it's not past, it's, it's. He it's, still shows you how to do things. He'll still show you how to make a fire and how to, you know, set a trap. He's just not waiting overnight. I mean, he's just not miserable in between camera shots. That's real life. Real life is misery. I don't care. I don't watch TV for real life. I can live real life. I watch TV for entertainment. And Bear Grylls has an awesome accent. He's more entertaining. <laughs> and, you know, I'm secure enough with my masculinity to say that he's not a bad-looking guy. You know? You know, camera likes him. That's all I'm saying. Les Stroud. It's like his name. Like, even his name is like Stroud. You know what I mean? It's like a Bear Grylls or Les Stroud. It's like a weenie name. It's not even a good name. You're wrong about this. Okay, well, whatever. My Netflix suggestion of the week is on Netflix. It's a stand-up from Fred Armisen called Stand Up for Drummers. And um, it's, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Fred Armisen was a professional musician before he was a comedian. He's like an amazing musician, drummer specifically. And... uh, at the beginning of the stand-up, they show like people walking in to the uh, nightclub for the thing. And the whole thing is that it's stand-up for drummers. And they had a drum kit and sticks right there. And to get admission into the club, mm. you had to play the drums and prove that you were an actual drummer. Right. And if you couldn't, they said, nope, you can't come in. So I thought that was kind of a cool way to start the show off. And um, I play the drums like a little bit. I wouldn't call myself a drummer. Yeah. You know, like, Could you I, have passed? I mean, I think based upon what I was watching, yeah, I probably... Could your son have passed? Yeah, he could have probably made it in. He's a little better than me. Um, but I think we both could have made it into the club. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, so I'm a little bit of a drummer, but like I wouldn't call myself a drummer. But uh, so there are a lot of like inside drum jokes, but it's not just jokes about that. There's some other things too. And uh, it's TVPG. I watched it with my son. Okay. Um, it's not like, you know, dirty or anything. And I like Fred Armisen. I think he's funny. So it's not the funniest stand-up I've ever seen. I didn't like laugh out loud a lot, but I thought it was kind of smart and kind of funny. So that's my Netflix suggestion of the week. Fred Armisen, stand-up for drummers. Okay. All right. So last thing we have to do is the podcast spotlight of the week. Boy, we got a lot of things. We're like adding so many like segments to the show. It's starting to be a little much. I mean, Netflix and the podcast. I mean, what else are we doing? Well, now we got the Brewers baseball thing. Uh, yeah. We got the Tottenham, Tottenham yeah, update. It's a lot of stuff. It's a, it's a lot of stuff. But you know what? We're worth it. All right. <laughs> no, you're worth it. Not you, the listener. We're doing it for them, not for us. No, no we're, we're doing it. worth it. Well, we're doing <laughs> We're doing it for them. I don't even know who I'm doing this for at the end of the day. <laughs> I left the house today. First of all, my wife 
how long have we been doing this show? Like, basically, we've been doing this on Wednesday nights for like the last two years. Yeah. Every Wednesday night, <laughs> without fail. I'm not joking. Every Wednesday, 100% of the time, yeah. I like stand up and put my coat on. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to do the podcast. She's yeah. like, you are? I'm like, I do this every week. <laughs> Tonight? For years. <laughs> I've done this every i've done this every single week for the last two years yeah really you're doing this tonight I'm like it's wednesday night i do this every wednesday night how does this catch you off guard oh. so i don't even know who i'm doing it for anymore mostly dave caminetti i think <laughs> all right uh the podcast spotlight of the week this week is dan carlin's hardcore history okay each episode is like three hours long, somewhere longer than that. But if you like history, like I love history, legit. Like if you actually like it, like I don't know that. Like you're the kind of guy that I says, love history. No, 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 no. You're the kind of guy that says, "Oh yeah, I like history." But what you mean is you like watching Pawn Stars on the History Channel. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is not true. Like, I, I love history more than you. Okay, here's what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna name presidents back and forth until the last person can't name one. George Washington. Thomas Jefferson. Abraham Lincoln. John Adams. George Bush. John Quincy Adams. George Bush. John Carter. John Carter. <laughs> I win! Yes! Jimmy Carter! Woo! That was easy. Well, no, I mean, it said until you couldn't name one. And you couldn't name one. No, I missed You named, like, some I can random <laughs> guy. John Carter from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That was easy. I know more about history than you. Absolutely not. Okay, next week, we're, I'm going to... We'll we'll pull up some like history history trivia or something like I don't know trivial pursuit or something like that. I will trounce you. Okay, no, I listen. actually you we, know like reading is like left to right, top to bottom. Okay, like in paragraphs. English, not in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> you assume that we all read the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, all I'm saying is, I. I, I am comfortable. I am completely comfortable saying that I know more about history than you. Okay. My wife and I mm -hmm. have played you and your wife in Trivial Pursuit yeah. probably 50 times. Well, that was a long time ago. We have won 49 times. No joke. You mm -hmm. guys won the last time we played, mm -hmm. and, and Erica refuses to have a rematch. She's not good at Trivial Pursuit. Which half of it is history and understanding what has gone on before us. Well, I've, I actually not. Actually, half of it is not history. Okay, what are you talking That's about? One of the wedges is history. Then no, the wedge sports. itself. Yeah, sports history. It's not like sports future. <laughs> Science. Like what will happen in twenty eighty five? Well, some of baseball. it's like the rules of sports and things which is like history. That. <laughs> so when you mean Abner Doubleday, you just mean everything. <laughs> everything has happened before us is history, and I love it. Listen, the past. I actually listen. I love the past way more than the future. Yeah. The past is history. The future is, oh, I never get this phrase right, but the present is a gift. <laughs> Somewhere in there, you know, so you should cherish it, you know. I don't know what I was going to say. Some, there's a phrase somewhere there. Yeah. yeah. It's on Kung Fu Panda. Is it? Yeah. Can you say it? Yeah. Okay. The past is a mystery. No, the past is history. The uh, future is a mystery. The present, the the current time that we live in is a present. you can beat me in Trivial Pursuit? <laughs> I'm trying to croak Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
which happened about eight years ago. So it's so history. It According is to you, everything's Listen, history. everything has happened before this point mm-hmm. in time. Yeah, like me walking into the to the studio tonight. That was a historic event. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to shut it down. This is Dan Please. signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Patience, 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 patience. When they make you wait for that hindsight, but you see it all in your mind's eye. When they try and tell you it's finite, not news to you, not Cronkite. Look me right in my eyeline, right in my eyeline. Woo! Patience, 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 patience. Hello. They call me I am, I am below, but I will Hello, they call us we are, we are above, 